1: Welcome to another episode of Out of the Blank Podcast. I'm with the so-talked-about Esther. (laughs) Hi. Esther, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? Because I feel like Raquel kind of told me a little bit about you
0: oh yeah Rachel <laughs> yeah her name looks like Roquel though <laughs> um I don't know I'm the other half of cards with E and R. uh I am the E um I live we live in Savannah Georgia um you know usual stuff <laughs> well what's the
1: best board game
0: Uh, We actually play card games is what we're playing Um, right now. We haven't gotten into board games, but since we have um, video, we might actually put that as like a premium content. We might start like a D and D game.
1: (laughs) Are you an advanced card player? Because like I played, I think, the most simple ones i would say that like crazy eights was like a very very popular one when i was a kid um i actually played a game that lasted seven hours i swear to you it was just everybody kept right when someone would get a last card somebody would throw something down next you know people were drawn and it went on for hours where at the end my dad just let me win and he was like i gotta smoke a cigarette and then just went outside i was like oh <laughs>
0: that's when the game is too intense (laughs) you gotta smoke a cigarette (laughs) well most of our cards are like um well recently we just played one gotta go so it's like um on the cards it has three or four options and you have to say which one has to go and keep up the rest of the three so that was really fun so it's more how do you choose
1: though i'm like that's (laughs) I mean, that's a good game if you're trying to teach kids what it's like to lose something. Like, when if you ever, like, had a goldfish or something, that was kind of a way to teach your kid that things die. But, like, right. giving up something, I'm like, people don't want to give up anything. Like, I like to cherish the uh, things I have.
0: Well, it's like um, – I'm, like, drawing a blank. I can't even think of one of the cards. But there's, like, always – for me, a clear cut answer. <laughs> There's like something you can always live without or something that you don't like as much as others. Okay. That you like the least that you can cut out.
1: Turn that into real life. If you had one mm. thing in your life, you feel like you could cut out, what would it be?
0: Um, that's such a broad question. <laughs> if I could cut out anything, um, in what topic though? <laughs> I feel like
1: showers aren't really needing to be that much of a thing with the factor of we gotta wear masks everywhere. I'm like, I don't think we need that. It seems like a waste of water.
0: Well yeah but the shower is for your whole body. The mask is just for your face. You <laughs> yeah but you can't teeth,
1: you can't smell me if you know you got that thing over your face so it works.
0: Oh you can. Huh. You can that's, I can.
1: That's helpful. as working
0: in healthcare.
1: Can you smell me through the Zoom call?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, (laughs) look. But through the mask, you can can especially smell if somebody didn't brush their teeth because it's just like that strong odor comes through and it's just like, oh my gosh. It
1: really honestly lets you know if you've missed on brushing your teeth because like for me, I can't do mint toothpaste. I know that sounds like crazy, but I'm the guy that gets the bubble fruit toothpaste at like the dollar store where they're like, you know, this is for children. I'm like, yeah, I picked the one especially with ponies on it for a reason it just it's i feel like it needs to you know mint for me is just sometimes it's too strong where i'm like this is like i'm eating a peppermint patty i don't find this fun i want something yeah. that's going to make my mouth tingle and
0: <laughs> i like
1: a little toothbrush that sings a song to me too i got a kiss toothbrush that sings rock and roll all night when i brush my teeth
0: yeah that's cool i mean hey do what you got to do to brush your teeth
1: <laughs> what made you decide to do a podcast on card games i mean that's like really really rare just because it's like is there a lot of interesting stuff that happens with cards
0: um i well first we started uh out with cards against humanity and actually what we first started we were like we were choosing a card out of the deck and then telling our own personal stories with the card like um (laughs) like choosing a card like uh something about assholes and talking about assholes and stuff like that like people being assholes and things like that like we would do that a lot what that was our beginning of the podcast and then we finally like just morphed it into more of party games because we actually had a lot of game nights before corona And so uh, we we have a lot of card games that we've played. And um, just with this podcast, we found out more games and things like that. So it's actually really interesting, uh, but we love game night and we love party games. It's just like, you can't always just sit there and drink with people (laughs) like you need something else to do so there's
1: gotta be something that's like it's okay because we're playing charades you know there's gotta be that whole thing in there. (laughs) charades is honestly probably my least favorite i just feel like I don't know, acting in front of like a small group, it's like hard because everyone's like, huh, gay. You're like, stop, man. <laughs> like, I'm trying to act out this scenario. But like right. card games, for instance, like Crazy Eights, though, like that's a great way of like connecting with people. It's really a mm-hmm. kind of intimate when you think about it. I mean, you're sitting there having fun, but it's not like there's another thing doing it for you. Like if you play a video game, there's so many other things that keep your attention. Oh, yeah. But this is Mm -hmm. like going out to a restaurant. It's like you have to be really kind of in the moment with the person. You get to learn things about people. I mean, Mm -hmm. I did a dare where I lost a Monopoly game because it had the credit card. I'm like, that's Mm -hmm. too much. That's that's. Yeah,
0: I've seen those. Those are crazy looking.
1: They give you billions of dollars instead of ones and fives. And it's all in a card. So you're like, charge it! Charge it!
0: Exactly. (laughs) Next thing you
1: know, you're in debt. And I'm like, wow, this is a lot like real life. But-
0: exactly it's like I don't want to play a game that's too real like that
1: (laughs) well like I'm so pro like creativity when you start looking at all these games like Cards Against Humanity I'd never played but like even Mm -hmm. Rachel was saying like she wanted to take pocket jerky and put that on a card in one of the games I was like I heard (laughs) does that give you free room for creativity I'm like that's the best Mm -hmm. part because then you usually know the person you're playing with so you're like I know for a fact they're going to do a bottle of wine that glows in the dark or some shit.
0: Yeah, exactly. I like that a lot of the cards come with, or a lot of the games come with, like, blank cards. So you can always make your own. So that's a good thing about card games. Um, You can always be creative for all the people that like to create their own little thing. There's always about four blank cards that you can always make up your own.
1: Do you win a lot of these games?
0: Do I win? Not really, honestly. <laughs> I'm just there to play and drink. <laughs> but I don't really go for winning. But Rachel is all about winning. She tries. She cheats.
1: Just hides cards up the sleeve?
0: No. Um like she does little little things. Like she knows what the score is all at, at all times. She's never scorekeeper and then she'll try to say, is it my turn? And she knows it's not her turn. She just wants another turn quickly to to win. It's like little things. It's like little subtle things. It's really cute, though. It's fun.
1: It's funny, because when I was a kid, like, you would notice people that would play, like, real serious card games, and then, like, just fun card games. Like, I play Yu-Gi-Oh! I play all those little battle Mm -hmm. ones, but then if I'm playing, like, you know, like, Uh, Crazy eights is like the only game I really ever played. But (laughs) my buddy would be like, you want to play poker? I'm like, no, like that was a whole nother tier. And then I ended up working at a casino and I remember all my buddy's little tricks of how to count cards and how to do this and blackjack. And then I go to a casino and I'm like, I'm like trying to watch people do it because they think, oh, I'm a pro at home. I'll be a pro at an actual place. And you get to see so many people just lose it all.
0: Yeah, I'm not about games like that, like poker and blackjack. That's just too much risk for me. I'm not a, I'm not much of a risk taker when it comes to my money.
1: Yeah, see, I'm that's kind of like, boring with that. I won sixty nine <laughs> cents in a uh, the first time I ever went to a casino, and I kept the little, uh, what do you call it, the um, the receipt for it instead of cashing it in, and I just use that, mm-hmm. and I have that posted on my wall.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot better. (laughs) That would make a lot of sense. Um, The last time we went to Vegas, um, I think I just did slots because I don't like the tables or anything like sitting with people and trying to like, I feel like that atmosphere is too, yeah, it's like just too much and you just feel more pressured to go higher. And to bet more. So I was like, I'm just gonna do slot machines.
1: Yeah, I just want something where I can either like pull a lever or I just hit the button and it does it all for me because exactly. I'm like I feel like I'm not already coming here to win, but I'm not gonna lie, on my first day, I saw four or five people almost win close to a hundred thousand dollars in the first mm-hmm. hour on my first shift. I was like, gambling's awesome, and then <laughs> my coworker that's been there for like 30 years was like. No, it's not. I guarantee you, they put more money into the machine than what they got out. I'm like that guy just won fifty grand, and he is going to McDonald's to go get an egg McMuffin. So I'm pretty sure (laughs) he got life figured out. I hope so. (laughs) To see the mindlessness of it, like so many people in there, one a.m. just flicking the machine, flicking the machine, and I look at that, and I'm like, it's kind of sad because it is addicting, but it's like. It's the same thing what we're doing now, where we're just mindlessly on our phones, scrolling through. Scrolling scrolling and clicking, yeah. I mean, even, you said you mentioned you work in the healthcare industry?
0: Oh, yeah, I work at a doctor's office.
1: How much of, like, really kind of a change has that been since the whole pandemic situation?
0: Uh... Honestly, for the doctor's office, it hasn't been too much. I mean, everybody has to wear a mask, of course. Um, we're taking a little bit more precautions um, since we don't do the covid nineteen testing here. Um, if you have a fever, we won't let you in. We automatically send you to go get tested uh, before you come into the office or if you call, we can get you sent. So we're trying to like protect us and our patients that come into the office against it. But it's mostly. Uh, the same because we've always disaffected and cleaned because there's a the doctor's office and wore gloves and masks and things like that. So it's just more of a change for the patients, I believe, more than anything, because they have to wear masks the whole time.
1: I think um, if, it might kind of jump to a conclusion here, but on the aspect like I love getting into conversations because you get to learn a lot about people and you get to find that real connection I think it's the same thing with people that want to join into like the medical field or join into a field that help people out i would say because i mean Mm -hmm. even depending on whatever you do in the medical industry even if you're at the front desk you still come across people and you get to deal with a different side of humanity you know cards against humanity but a different different side of people that normally you don't see such as like um the pepper community chili pepper people these people that Mm -hmm. eat extremely hot peppers to where they hurt themselves I always say that's the best way to do a lie detector test because I don't care who you are, what you have. If you catch me when I'm in that much pain, I will tell you anything you want. I'll give you the keys to my car. I'll do whatever. And a lot of the times you go to a doctor's office, you get to see that kind of scared thing. and You get to Mm -hmm. see that and you actually get to help out in a scenario like that, which means you have to be a people person.
0: Definitely, definitely have to. And unfortunately, there's a couple of people that always fall into healthcare, but that find out that they are not health, they are not people person because you actually have to show that you care. And you really do have to care, especially at a doctor's office, we see these people at least between every six months to every three months, so you're definitely going to learn their name about their lives and things like that, so um, it definitely helps to be a people person and to be empathetic and sympathetic.
1: I always say that the world kind of seems like it's replaced empathy with sympathy on the concept of it seems like we're more about like trying to get people to feel sorry for us rather than listening and understanding really trying mm-hmm. to get that connection that we all kind of deserve. I mean, I try and make my doctor visits so much fun. I mean, I literally <laughs> have a woman that has to, cause I ripped all my pelvic floor muscles. And at the same time I'm suffering with a bit of a spine thing. So she has to have her hands near like my butt. <laughs> she's hot. And I'm like, Hey, cracking jokes. Like you come here often. <laughs> what are you using today? And she's like, right. she's like, shut up. Stop doing this! You're the weirdest guy <laughs> I have that does this, and I'm like, I have to. It's going to be awkward for both of us if I don't get exactly. a laughter in.
0: Yeah, I meet a lot of patients like that, especially the older kind. I love older patients, like 50 and older. They can either go be one or two ways. They're either assholes or like they just crack all the jokes in the world. So um yeah that's I mean sometimes it's cool to be have patients like that sometimes it's like no this is serious bro <laughs> I can't laugh right now it's serious
1: <laughs> Look, seriously though seriously you have cancer, seriously. You
0: have cancer.
1: <laughs> it's like oh you're messing with me you're messing. with me. no no, no. the jokes like, before no. I, they were serious but you actually you got this quote exactly. oh like that's the, is that the best way to give bad news to somebody like in a singing gram like just like Somebody shows up to your doorstep and it's like, you have AIDS. It's like, what? No way. I got a, I got a, I got a barbershop quartet telling me.
0: I was <laughs> like the family guy episode. Did you watch that? Yeah. One? Yeah. That's what I was yeah. referencing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I feel like that is literally the best way to get bad information. I'm like,
0: know, do they do that anymore? Can you pay people to do.
1: You know what? Grams this,
0: like that grams. I
1: think I mentioned this to Rachel. It might be selfish, but I think the cure to the world is maybe couple bucks aside every paycheck and just kind of sending yourself flowers is that really sad or is it like a good random thing to get throughout the day like i've read stories of like um people that have a loved one that passed and they uh you know the loved one ever uh keeps sending flowers or whatever like for a year Mm -hmm. just paid off like hey i'm gonna die do this for them so they get a little bright whatever i think that is amazing
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, Mine would probably be, like, some type of food thing, though. I hate flowers. I don't hate flowers. I'm just not, like, ugh, like, give me food that's more sustainable to me or something. <laughs> something I could actually use than flowers. I
1: think that works well. Like if like you're in the middle of the desert and like you're dying of Mm. starvation, and someone just comes up like, "Oh, here's here's
0: your
1: your monthly taquito." It's like, "Thank you!" And then like it's like, "Oh, someone gave you like maybe what a sunflower? I think those are edible, but I feel like that wouldn't taste that good."
0: Yeah, no, I don't. I don't know. Is the flower edible?
1: If you had to choose between one gift to get out of anything in the world, what would you choose? Don't say food.
0: think like um, when I was dating my fiance uh he came for my birthday and gave me a tin and I opened it and it was like cookies and I was so fucking excited but underneath the cookies was a camera and I was so excited for the cookies <laughs> But he was like, no, your real gift is under your fucking cookies. I about to say, I can stand
1: with you if they, depending on the cookie, was it an oatmeal mm-hmm. raisin? Because I have a story of when mm-hmm. my buddy's mom made like eight batches of like, I mean, a total of like 200 something cookies of oatmeal raisin. Ugh. She put them in a tin. I mm-hmm. ate all of it in one sitting and I swear afterwards (laughs) I felt like I swallowed dirt like my stomach was all like
0: that is too much (laughs) that's too much cookies no it was chocolate chip but I do like oatmeal I do like oatmeal raisin
1: what would you say your weakness is
0: um food wise if, if it's like any type of chocolate or like Korean food I'm half Korean so what do if you it's consider like consider
1: korean food though cuz i feel like everyone always says just chinese food as an umbrella but i'm like i feel like it's a little bit different like i didn't know japan wasn't uh Jap- like japanese food or sushi that's not from japan that's from taiwan
0: mhm yeah there's a lot of mixed culture um over there in the south or like in the uh asian world but uh like korean food mine would definitely be uh um, It's called gimbap, but it's basically, the simplest way to put it is that it's Korean sushi. So it's like, it's rolled up in the rice, uh, the seaweed paper with rice and things like that, but it's mostly with like cooked meat. So if anyone like try to bribe me with that, I'm down.
1: (laughs) I was about to say, because I'm in love with every food that's not American food, I would say. Mm -hmm. Red meats make my stomach, turn around and never want to eat anything for the rest of my entire life I don't know what it is it just it hurts my digestive system burgers all that but I love rice I love fish I mean mm-hmm. I'll eat anything out of the sea if you came at me with a shark's butthole like hey this is delicious <laughs> I'm, in. I'm in I'm all about it I'll eat that ass you know like grill that it whole up. thing yeah
0: <laughs> well now I know what to send you <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I always say nothing beats a nice buttered biscuit. I don't know mm. what it is. I went to Popeyes one time with my cousin. I actually turned it into a shirt. I love it so much. <laughs> cousin went to Popeyes and he's like, "I'll get you something." I was like, "I don't eat fast food. I haven't eaten in mm. years. I won't want to." He gets a biscuit. I mean, I could smell it through the bag, through the box, and I'm sitting there like, it's like if you're off on a diet and you want that food but you're not eating. Right. It. I'm like, bro. <laughs> I'm like, just take that I biscuit. Need this, this- Break it in half and then jam it into the roof of my car so I can just smell that <laughs> just biscuit smell. all day. Oh, <laughs> they put that in an air freshener. I would lose mm. my shit.
0: Oh man, they totally should. Or um, have well, he said you don't eat fast food anymore, but churches chicken. They have a honey biscuit, and that shit is the best thing ever. They don't have churches down here. Oh yeah. Oh no. I'm on the east I don't coast. Know that was a yeah. Oh, well, we have a churches. Which, right, where? Uh, you're like northeast, right?
1: Um, yeah, I'm up near uh, Delaware and all that.
0: Yeah, we're in the south, so yeah, we definitely I've, have churches.
1: <laughs> I had, I think, we, I, I used to really like Wendy's, um, mm-hmm. but then it burned down. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said it was Greek lightning, which I'm pretty sure is like insurance money. yeah
0: i don't know what does that mean (laughs)
1: i just came by one day and it's just on fire i'm like what happened and then we had a dairy queen and i always praise the good gracious of domino's pizza and they Mm. burned down and i was like what the why are all my favorite places (laughs) everybody's letting me down i'm like everything i love dies like it really hurts
0: Especially when it's, like, food, like, fast food area, because it's just, like, the quickest thing, so...
1: Sadness, bro. <laughs> but don't you want to enjoy like going inside of a place and eat? I just feel like now it gets complicated mm-hmm. because with the mask scenario, you have to focus on not dying. That's why everybody's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, do I have the mask on before I put the thi- oh?" Got to pull it. Th- right.
0: <laughs> I I have a
1: mask issue. I would say, but I only on the aspect of like I feel like we're losing the sense of like communication between people. Like I love seeing somebody's mouth, and sometimes I don't want it. I mean, I don't have the best smile in the world, but like. It lets me know like when I say hello to you, you're smiling mm-hmm. at me and not giving me the slight buck you like that whole thing
0: <laughs> Dude, the mas is holy totally, like yeah. fuck. well, that's true, and there's communication barriers, especially for people who are like losing their hearing or are deaf, and that's what they use to communicate is like to see people's mouths move um but I think they're making masks that are like more like trans or like see-through so um those barriers could be more knocked down because that is hard especially for the older patients (sighs) they already can't hear and now they can't see your mouth move so it's just like oh my god (laughs) i'm just gonna leave the room (laughs) what'd you say
1: (laughs) i said do you want an appointment next month what What? (laughs) next month stop yelling at me it's like oh Exactly.
0: They're like, oh, my God. I'm just like, what medications do you take? They're like, what? I'm like, all right, I'm done.
1: (laughs) Oh, trying to rattle off medication names and they can't hear? That's got to be the
0: worst. Yeah, I just kind of... I just ask them if they've had anything new or anything done with, to their medications. They're like, no, I'm like, okay.
1: <laughs> in the past six months, besides a global pandemic, has anything about yeah. your lifestyle changed?
0: Exactly. Exactly. Sometimes it just has to be short and sweet. <laughs> Have
1: you ever thought about getting in the realm of tarot cards?
0: Um. Actually, mm- um, I have, but Rachel actually has tarot cards, and so does my friend Ashley. And they, um, so we might bring that up now that we have video.
1: Yo, to do,
0: like the tarot reading.
1: You gotta have a guest on there and start reading mm-hmm. fortunes, and then just spouting <laughs> off nonsense like you're gonna die in seven days, and they're uh, like,
0: "What?" Like, I don't know. Like Rachel, kind of like I think it's more for rachel because i'm not sure if i believe in those things so i don't want to like ruin it because actually like there are a lot of people that i mean it's kind of like it's you believe what you believe yeah it's serious to some people so i wouldn't want to fuck with anything like that but rachel does have cards so if you uh do an interview with her you should tell her to read your cards
1: i would love to have a conversation again with raquel hoping to get both of you on yes conversation (laughs) that key word that's That's the bingo chest. (laughs) But honestly, I bought a stack of tarot cards, and I've heard people talk about how to use them and stuff, but I just Mm. like the art on them. I don't know who the designer is. It's like Yu-Gi-Oh cards to me. Like, I want to collect them all. (laughs) They're like, you have 10 death cards. That's not good Mm -hmm. to have in your house. I'm like, but they have skulls (laughs) on them,
0: and they look awesome. But they're cool. I I know, and each deck is, like, different, and, like, you can really buy – like, you can buy angel cards, so there's not that many bad or death cards. And then you can just buy the regular deck that has like death <laughs> and everything else in it. So there's like really, there's multiple tarot cards that you can get. Um, and they you, all have.
1: Well, through doing the podcast, have you had anybody reach mm-hmm. out to you that's a card game maker?
0: We've had a couple, so we, um, we're um we going to start having some card games. Well, you mean like us make one or that have made a card? Like somebody that that's made, made a-, a
1: game and like I want to send it to you to put on your show.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah, so we're getting a couple of that more now that we're um, gaining some more like followers and uh, things like that. No, I wouldn't say <laughs> <laughs> no no no, no. <laughs> definitely not famous look it grows
1: fast i mean you're obviously mm-hmm. like between you and rachel you guys have good chemistry and stuff too mm-hmm. i mean that's Thank what's you. really needed if you're having fun the audience is gonna have fun
0: exactly so uh definitely definitely interesting hearing our <laughs> game nights playback
1: <laughs> i'm trying to because i know rachel told me to mention something so I will give oh, her Lord. a shout out for that. <laughs> Hang on a second. I'm trying to find it. All right. Okay. Tell me about what she calls junior nerd shit, which I know is future problem solvers, academic decathlon. <laughs> yes. That's a mouthful.
0: That is a mouthful. It's actually two different groups. So it's future problem solvers. And then another group is academic decathlon. Um, and that's a, two of the nerd shit that me and my fiance was in in high school it's actually where we met um, other than band we did a um, marching band together so <sighs> actually our um, teacher that was head of those two clubs recently passed away so that was a little sad to hear. Uh, but Thank you it is Rachel big- <laughs> for telling
1: me to bring that up.
0: Oh, she didn't know. (laughs) She didn't know. Like, he recently passed away. So, Uh, but yeah, uh, that club, those two clubs are very cherished because that's where I met my fiance. And actually, those clubs are very nerd shit because, like, academic decathlon is 10 categories of anything. And you also have to read a book or a play and do, like, a whole... Being on it, <laughs> it was a lot <laughs> is it like uh
1: the movie Billy Madison, where they're doing the ending event, and it's like pick a category and then they have to say whatever is in that category?
0: um it's kind of like that, and then um yeah, and then you, there's like ten different things that branch off of that one category that you have to answer um either like written questions or interviews and things like that, so yeah it's a it's extensive <laughs> and rachel calls it nerd shit
1: <laughs> i think it's, which it
0: is looking uh, back uh that's pretty fucking nerd shit
1: <laughs> honestly i wanted to be in a, on like a debate team for so long or like a decathlon or something because i saw ned's declassified school survival guide and it seemed like the coolest thing in the world like i could rock a spelling bee yeah. like yeah. if you take me any any word and then i've seen some of them on like tv and like the person like One spell shovel, S H O V E L. Congratulations. Then there's a little kid comes up next and it's like, spell tridecahedron. And the kid's like, (laughs) What's this bullshit? Like, (laughs) like, I feel like that would be me. I just, this is spelling thing is a big one for me. I was always really good at that. But like, if you toss math Mm -hmm. at me, nope. Sorry. That's in one of your.
0: I'm pretty shit at math, too, so I go against the Asian grain on that, but I'm only half, so I blame it on my white side. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I'm bad at math. Has,
1: like, at least kind of, like, using a bit of that, I would say, like, when it comes to, like, certain categories and stuff, has that maybe kind of pushed you towards, like, the creative side of creating a card game?
0: Not yet. I don't know if we're good. Maybe.
1: You could easily uh, create one, like, open, like random ramblings or something, and then you just have, like, mm-hmm. a, you know, you have a serious question, and then you just get a joke answer that's in the community chest by Rachel. Or it's just like, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> you, do you want a lifeline? You pull it over. It's like talking You're about right. a chicken bone. You're like, I don't know what that means. Let me put that back.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> and pocket jerky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe um, in the works in the future not anytime soon though
1: i feel like especially when it comes to the world of like how it's becoming so creative and stuff especially with people that are like maybe making their own games and these trying to show it to you and see if you'll like Mm -hmm. talk about it or play it i think it's Mm -hmm. awesome because for so long it was the same stuff over and over and over again but like we're in a creative age we just always buy branding stuff like let me buy Mm -hmm. the the important monopoly let me buy this Mm -hmm. like if anybody just sits down, spends 30, 20 minutes just playing with a family member, like a good card game, you end up spending and playing for hours. I'm probably, I'm pretty sure some of the best moments, at least, you know, in the past year, have been playing mm-hmm. card games with Rachel. I mean, just those nights you guys are recording and stuff.
0: Oh, definitely. Um, and Rachel always makes it fun. She says off the wall shit all the time. So it's super hilarious playing with her and her like trying to catch her cheating is always fun the dreaded now side that we eye have video oh <laughs> <laughs> well yeah <laughs> supposedly i'm the queen of side eye but i don't know
1: <laughs> what really brought on the inspiration to do it though like what was the very first thing where you just text her like hey let's just start recording
0: We actually talked about doing a podcast probably for a year before we actually just sat down and did it. Um, My fiance, who does the production and everything, he actually records music and things like that. So he's always had the equipment for us to do it. It's just that we never sat down to do it. And then finally, we came up with cards with ENR off of the Cards Against Humanity because that was the first game. So we finally just sat our asses down at the table and recorded something. And that's really what, um, instead was, of just talking about it, it was like actual doing.
1: There was nothing before Cards in the DNR
0: no, <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> there was nothing before that come on before out of the blank there was an idea of doing asmr eating cereal for 15 minutes <laughs> <laughs> with no milk though just dry cereal just I was dry, dry ass
0: cereal <laughs> i love we, um i, you, I actually love dry cereal yeah that's what i do i can't
1: I, do milk Same. I put croutons. I usually like croutons on my salad. People think Mm -hmm. that's weird, but you you know, you eat salads every single day. Let me Mm -hmm. tell you something. One time you get a handful of Honey Nut Cheerios. The next one you get a handful of mini wheats. It's a fucking surprise and it changes life.
0: (laughs) Exactly. I'd rather do dry cereal instead of with the milk. Or if I do milk, it's like oat milk or some bullshit like that, but it just gets soggy too fast. I like to just snack.
1: I had to ask you, mm-hmm. a very serious question.
0: Oh man! If
1: I could give okay. you ten billion dollars right now, but somebody in the world would die, would you take it? You don't know this person. Right?
0: <laughs> Wasn't there a movie or something like that, or like a TV show that had that, um, like that little thing as a synopsis? I think um, it was a
1: demon movie, and you had to. Oh, was you, it? You, you got oh. like a gift, but somebody else <gasps> that's
0: it that's it oh man yeah i don't remember the name of it though is it called the gift
1: <laughs> i have no clue but i thought about it when i was a kid when i watched that movie i was like i could do it i could do it if i was going to be a god i would be more than happy bent there you go sign it off and let that person die but then yeah. i saw the thing the monkey's paw
0: mm-hmm.
1: if you've ever seen that play
0: don't think I have where they
1: get a cursed monkey paw and you get three wishes Mm -hmm. from it but Mm -hmm. every wish turns sour
0: Mm -hmm. yeah exactly like isn't that how that movie was basically I don't know I don't think I would do it because like you don't know that person's life like I would just always think about that like who was it (laughs) if I didn't know I would probably have to try to find out who it was and if they were a piece of shit then like all right but like I would I don't know if I would take that chance.
1: Yeah, I feel like then you would end up like, oh, it's a prisoner, and then they were wrongly convicted. And you're like, oh exactly. Now I got ten billion dollars of what we call blood money. Now if I give you the option (laughs) to make ten million dollars by searching El Chapo's house,
0: would you do it? Um probably right. Is he there still? (laughs) Whatever. I'll search it. (laughs) In the walls i'll work for my buddy
1: (laughs) okay as long as i don't
0: have to kill anybody
1: (laughs) if i wrote on a card the exact day you were going to die Mm -hmm. would you choose to look at it
0: honestly
1: that's a freaking hard question
0: that is a hard question because it's like I would kind of want to live like I don't know, so I'd be, like, free and cool about it. But then if I did know, and if it was, like, short, I'd probably, like, just blow a bunch of money just doing whatever I wanted. (laughs) But then what if you don't die, though?
1: Yeah, okay. Okay. We're playing with the Grim Reaper, so you're going It's like final destination. It's coming for you. You're dying. Like there's no you're gonna get sucked (laughs) (laughs) into an escalator or you're gonna choke on sushi. I have no clue what's gonna happen.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um no, because then I would live my life in fear. Unless it was like the next day, then then like whatever. But then you'd just always be living your life like either like super depressed or You definitely be living differently. Like I wouldn't want it to change or affect how I'm going right now, how I'm progressing. If I knew when I was going to die, it'd just be like, meh. Like, what is it? Like, why?
1: People usually talk about like the bad side of COVID. What would you say is the positive side you took out of it? Because like, I think what goes with the whole, like, you know, when you die, you can kind of live and do what other thing is. I feel like Mm -hmm. for a lot, we're all playing it safe, but really we're, barely as people kind of like function like the fact that we're alive we're just giant bags of blood with working cells like i got really (laughs) deep into this where i actually gave myself a panic attack because i was like oh my gosh we're in I was like, I'm just a person where all my nerves and all my organs are working. What happens if an organ slips out of place or moves or something gets punctured and the next thing you know, I'm leaking and then the next day I die. And then it's like, goes into this whole scenario. It's like, so why wouldn't we live every single day? Like it would be our last. And then (laughs) I think the world's scary because like, even as we're recording right now they're doing construction on my street and shit Mm. is just breaking everywhere. I'm like, I'm gonna walk outside and a pipe's gonna hit me in the head. I know it's gonna happen.
0: (laughs) Talk about a final destination, right? <laughs> it's just like some crazy shit. That's why I that don't happened. walk
1: on escalators anymore. I'm like, nope, I was sucked <laughs> up into that thing.
0: Oh my god, the best story I have about an escalator. It was our prom night, and this girl who had like huge tits wore a strapless dress, and we were escalator. Why going were you staring at her escalator. tits?
1: Why I were you staring? staring?
0: They were out there. Okay, I could look if they're out there. <laughs> Uh, so and you just geez. you hold on
1: you made me think of I saw um all right hold on I don't mean to interrupt you but in Vegas they sell cards and this is linked perfectly with your game mm-hmm. there's strippers on the cards and right. they're for a porn show to see who you're gonna view and mm-hmm. my grandma took one of the ones I had and <laughs> she drew Garfield. And I've never been able to unsee it. I'm like, oh, That great. is
0: so perfect. Do you still have it?
1: Uh, no, she burned them all.
0: Oh, <laughs> Even better. She was Like, has, like you're not <laughs> supposed to
1: give them to kids and people on the street are just handing them out to anybody that's kind of going. So yeah. I hurried up and snagged them out of this guy's hand. And um, <laughs> my grandmom slapped them out of my hands. But what I did was I was like uh-huh. 14. I stepped on one, so you just see me going across this, like the crosswalk, while my foot is sliding sliding. (laughs) across the ground. I ended up getting caught in TSA. Um, They Mm. pulled me out of TSA and they start strips, like not like stripping me, but checking my bag, like bearing it down, everything, taking everything out. Mm. And I'm Mm. like, "What's the issue?" And they pull out a bag of needles, and they're like, "What is this?" And I'm like, "My cousin's Mm. a diabetic." but I had his bag on me. So there was a long confusion and he reached into the side panel and I was like, I honestly, rather you take me to jail for heroin than what you're about to pull out of that bag. And (laughs) he literally pulls out these naked photos of these girls on those cards. And my grandma just Mm -hmm. looked at me and was like, no fucking way. I'm about
0: to whoop your ass on the plane. You think I
1: wasn't going to take one. All right. Back to your story about the girl with the huge tits (laughs) riding the escalator.
0: So, um, uh, her long her prom dress was strapless and long as fuck. So we were riding down the escalator, and she didn't gather her dress up. So it gets stuck in the escalator. It pulls her whole dress down, so her tits are exposed, and everybody's just staring like, "Oh!" And the front desk is like, "What?" <laughs> just staring at her tits. I'm like, "Can you please do something?" <laughs> We're just all on the escalator with her ass and her tits out. And I'm just like, please do something. <laughs> I'll try to leave and get drunk. <laughs> and her tits are in my way. She
1: is <laughs> her her curves are stopping me from getting my curve on with
0: a exactly alcohol. <laughs> beverage.
1: I never had a bad escalator moment. I've really had a super bad treadmill incident. Oh so, no when I was little, before it became viral of people putting food on treadmills and shit, Mm -hmm. I was doing that with like goldfish or something like you normally would see on like a video, but I just
0: wasn't
1: way when I was like four years old. And as it was going, my curly hair got stuck at the corner of the old school treadmill and it got sucked into the belt (gasps) and it ripped me under the treadmill like while it was still going so I'm getting rug burn on my face and it's like stop it's trying to go at the same time and then my Mm -hmm. grandfather like hears me screaming comes downstairs and like grabs me like you know shuts the treadmill off and everything every time (sighs) i'm like because i'm a workout freak so i'll like if i go and see him he'll be like you're staying away from them treadmills i'm like oh (laughs) fuck yourself man it was a long time ago
0: (laughs) he will never forget that's like rachel rachel never forgets. (laughs) i I
1: would figure that there would be like a card game you could play on the road like people always talk about like the license plate game but like just to Mm -hmm. do a random scenario like to make the road trip fun you know like oh here's a We got to stop at the next Wawa and choose a snack we've never tried before. That sounds like not so like fun or crazy, but it's pretty Mm -hmm. freaking nuts. Like, (laughs) I don't know if you've ever had pizza combos before, the little pretzel Mm -hmm. things. They're my all-time favorite snack. Well, there's another one that's just straight mozzarella cheese, and it Mm -hmm. tastes like death in itself.
0: So (laughs) that's an
1: experiment to try.
0: Right. The pizza is the best one. (laughs) Or just the regular cheese one. Was it the nacho cheese or something like that? I yeah, haven't had combos. That are little, yeah, they're done.
1: T- <laughs> you can literally make a card that says you have to drink six laxative tablets and then drive a three hour trip to like Baltimore or something.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Without going to the bath.
0: <laughs> no, that would be so bad.
1: That would hit you when you're on the Bay Bridge, where it's like, yeah. we have nowhere to go. Like, yeah. I can. To lean off the edge of the bridge and act like I'm working on the bridge, but really I'm working on the ocean with
0: bombs. <laughs> just dropping all bombs. Like, I couldn't do that. I have cloth seats, so that would be super disgusting. <laughs> Best advice be I've ever gotten awful. was keep
1: toilet paper in your car. My grandfather is a genius. You never know. Mm. It's like a napkin. You know.
0: You never know. You never napkin. know. Or or keep a bunch of napkins that you can use. <laughs> You never know.
1: (laughs) That's the catchphrase of your show now. You never know.
0: You never know. Boom.
1: (laughs) Is there anything you would say that you really don't like about maybe like a past episode or certain scenario playing cards?
0: Mm, I think it's just like getting a new game and like trying to like figure out the directions and things like that sometimes that's a little ugh, on the um, it on the podcast si- it should be so simple. we're going to sep- it should be but sometimes those directions are not as simple <laughs> or they're too wordy and things like that it's just like get the straight cut thing but i think we're going to start um, like doing a how to video separate from the podcast so we don't have to say this is how we're going to play it and then try to play it cuz sometimes uh, directions get a little too wordy and things like that it's
1: like when someone's trying to explain poker to me they're like that's a straight flush I'm like did I win they're like no you lost it all I'm like seems about right
0: <laughs> it's like well then okay
1: <laughs> are you counting cards dude I don't even know where I'm at right now man you're, <laughs> on. you're tossing out you know aces high all these types of things straight flush you know yeah, Oh, I'm like, out I don't know Sorry, I don't know all the lingo. I just want to know, is that a crazy eight? Well, I'm changing the suit to Clovers.
0: (laughs) We're going to have to play crazy eights for you on the podcast. I'm telling you,
1: it's the funnest game ever. It's like the only one like you can like, ah, man, I don't even know the bonding experience between that when you place down that last card and they look at you like you were fucking setting me up. It's like I was, I was. Now I am the owner of this house. I am the captain now. That's what happens.
0: Yes, I'm the captain. <laughs> I do like games like that. Like um, I was thinking about playing Uno one time for the thing. So that'll be interesting. Now that we have video, we can actually like set it down so people can look at the cards. And you could totally ruin a life in Uno.
1: That really brings me to a very scary movie. Truth or Dare. Have you ever seen that? Mm-hmm
0: uh it's either truth or
1: dare or would you rather
0: i think we saw would you rather
1: yo if there was a card that like it was like had a question on it and you didn't want to answer it and then they made you do something the dude had to stick a stick of firework and m80 in his hand and blow it off in his hand hmm. I, I don't know because i'm like what could the card say that would make me reject it to the point where i would be able to do something like that
0: yeah for real
1: have you ever murdered somebody? Multiple people. I'm not I'm not I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> Hell not yeah. I'm not scared on sharing that.
0: <laughs> right? Exactly. Like and I think it was like a group of strangers anyway. So those motherfuckers don't know. You I'd be like, yeah, I killed some people. Who cares?
1: <laughs> Yo, I know who you gotta get on your show. Who's that? OJ. OJ. <laughs> you gotta have like a truth or dare. Did you do it? <laughs> i don't like this card answer the question
0: i don't know we'll leave oj alone he's uh i don't know if he's fit for a podcast
1: <laughs> what's the relationship between oj's glove and michael jackson's glove that's a card against humanity card mm-hmm. i still don't know how that, that is. game is
0: <laughs> but that could be a card well
1: Esther, I appreciate you giving me some time on your uh, break and everything too to be able to oh, do the podcast. Course.
0: Thanks for having me and now, Rachel.
1: Is, is there anything you want to promote, Rachel? I think in this episode we kind of covered the podcast. Rachel kind of like didn't understand what meant to promote it, but do you do you want to promote <laughs> it? It was fun. Oh, I look, I I love yeah, her it for it. Serious. That was a funny yeah. podcast.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> uh you can follow us on instagram cards with enr uh follow us on the youtube cards with esther and rachel um we do have a twitter but i'm kind of like broke on that shit i don't i don't it's usually a dumpster tweet. fire
1: That's what it can't. is. i,
0: <laughs> I hashtag
1: I, I look i hashtagged an episode and it was like all the trendy ones if you just hit the hashtag it'll give you all the top ones that are trending yeah a lot of them had nothing to do with what the podcast was about and people Mm -hmm. were lighting me up like this isn't about coronavirus this isn't about (laughs) trump i'm like i don't know what i did to you guys
0: yeah i know it's like you came here though did you listen (laughs) i don't know i hate twitter thanks for your patreon i
1: need your five (laughs) dollars
0: exactly (laughs) give me money but they yeah, can find so, you on
1: Instagram, YouTube.
0: Instagram and the YouTubes.
1: Isn't that
0: it? Yeah. Yeah, because um we're not really on anything at the moment. But you can find our podcast, Cards with E E&R, on most major platforms. So
1: Any uh what is it? Um what is it called? Fans Only? OnlyFans?
0: <laughs> No, I think my fiance would kill me.
1: <laughs> you could do that with cards. Just have it in between two toes and just wiggle it back and forth.
0: I thought you were going to say in between two cheeks. I was like,
1: <laughs> That you probably make more off of it, I guess.
0: Maybe, maybe. we'll have. I to was see. just
1: trying to narrow down the foot people out there. I feel like there's a lot of mm-hmm. them out there, and I'm deathly afraid of feet not mm-hmm. even like yeah, my own feet. like even when I sit I make sure I'm sitting over my foot so it's not on top like people that can have it on top of their leg I look at it like yeah why would you want that there
0: <laughs> uh, well I'm not that bad but yeah I agree I don't like feet either so I don't know though maybe that's something we can tap into we'll think about it
1: you can tap with your feet
0: at my feet thank you
1: so much for being on this episode out of the blanket stay tuned for our next episode